This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, to the Winter is Coming Game of Thrones podcast. We are Take the Black, and I'm your host, Razor, and I'm here with Annie Bundle, Isis, Corey Thone, and Corey Smith. And we're here to finally address, once and for all, that Game of Thrones Season 7 leak from that wonderful subreddit, The Free Folk. That's right. Today, we're going to talk about that leak, and we're going to say... A, we believe it, and we're going to back it up with filming uh, news and, and photos and videos, and we're going to talk about our favorite parts from it. Uh, we don't have a lot of, um, I don't know, news to talk about if you just want to talk about filming news. Annie, do we have any special news that came out over the past week or so? Oh, gosh. Over the past week, um, mostly that the cast has finished up. Um, the last time we all were together, the cast was basically all gathering to film um, in one place, and that was very exciting. They're now done. Uh, most of them are actually back in London. Uh, Maisie Williams even went to the Fantastic Beast premiere. Um, I mean, they're, 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 they're chilling. Uh, a few of them have moved on to the next location, which is uh, where they're going to be filming the big battle scene that's going to rival the Battle of the Bastards. Uh, Nicholas Costa-Waldu, Nicholas Costa-Waldu. NC Dubs. Yeah, he he is there. Um, Jerome Flynn, Braun, he's there. Uh, Randall Tarley is there. Um, uh. I know, I, I, I was a little surprised, but at the same time, if you think about it, the Tarleys are, uh, are, are liege to Highgarden. So, uh, rumor, uh, the, the, the Reddit rumor says that the big battle includes Highgarden. So <laughs> that makes sense that he would be the major general. Uh, those are the three major ones who were there, um, and they've been rehearsing, and they've been filming uh, scenes in uh, historical castles, and they've been basically, like, they're basically there until December 22nd. So, you know, the big thing that we're all very curious about is whether or not those actors who are now on break in London and Belfast and kind of back home, if they're going to be joining uh, Jamie and Braun for the battle, and who will and who won't. So that's right. Let's before we get right into the Game of Thrones season seven leak uh, from the Free Folk subreddit and the ba- backing it up with the uh, filming news. 
let's warn you guys, you will be getting into spoilers territory, so if you wish to remain... Uh, well, the whole Randall Charlie thing was kind of a spoiler. It was kind of a spoiler, but it's going to get worse, guys. So you should have known that. This and, and when I'm writing the the post tomorrow, you'll see spoiler tags everywhere. So prepare yourselves. Spoilers are coming. Um, so like like Annie was mentioning, uh, Randall Tarley, He's he is uh, I guess a bannerman of the of House uh, Tyrell, and if. Lady Olena has uh, pledged herself to the, the Mother of Dragons, to, to Queen Daenerys Targaryen. Then it makes sense that House Tarly would also go along. And as, as you may well know, and if you don't, let me tell you, Randall Tarly is considered one of the greatest generals of all time of, of Westeros. He's a, he's a battle-hardened uh, soldier, and he carries – well, he used to carry a Valyrian steel sword until his son stole it from him last season. Anyway, um, and that's funny to you. It th- I think it's funny awesome. that I think it's awesome. funny to you that this this weak, flubby, just pansy of a child would dare touch the sword of legend like that. I got, I, I'm trying to. It's not working. It's not working. You're, <laughs> it's not working. It's not working. Yeah, you you tried to be convincing, but you failed. I could. I couldn't. I couldn't make it. I couldn't make it stick. You should have sang it. If you had sang it, you would have been okay. You had to sing it. Mm. Be quiet. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh, shut down. Anyway, uh, I, I just want to point out though that you know Randall Tarley is a misogynist ass. He is. He's do you, a dick. How do you think he is going to feel about the fact that this old crone is commanding him to follow this stranger from Essos with her magical dragons? Yeah, she's not going to like it very much. He's not going to like it very much. He's, he's not going to take well to this. So honestly, like, to me, this is probably going to be high comedy as he ter- as he tries to take down a letter and tries to tell her what she should think, and she turns around and tells him exactly what he's going to do. Well, I, I don't know. I I could see Tarly being okay with it. They supported the Targaryens during Robert's Rebellion. This is true. Remember, Randall was the only one to ever defeat Robert on the field of battle. Also and true. so if I mean they Highgarden supported the Targaryens last go around, so I don't see why this go around would be that much different. Uh misogyny. Oh my god. Here been we the go. before, though. Death with the patriarchy. All right. All right, so uh Corey Smith, I'm gonna let you break in real quick with your taking from this Game of Thrones season seven leak, uh backed up with winter is coming filming news. What is your favorite, or you know, you could even go with least favorite. What is your favorite slash least favorite part of this whole thing? You know, so as I was going over the list, there just there really wasn't anything. If if all these spoilers turn out to be true, there wasn't really anything that jumped out at me out at me as just sounding really awesome. Uh, Come I mean, on, the, man! I mean, even the big moments, you know, that I know Thone's gonna just loses shit over with uh, Viserion supposedly turning into an ice dragon. I mean, a lot of that stuff... (laughs) Ice dragon confirmed. Ice dragon confirmed. (laughs) That's a sound he makes. Was that an ass dragon? (laughs) That's the sound he makes when he he becomes an ass dragon. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, some of this stuff just sounds... I mean, it's and unfortunately, it sounds 
every day more and more like everything on this spoiler list is coming true. Um, you know, we, we, we're getting little tidbits of sets here and there that kind of confirm, you know, each little thing. Obviously we probably won't get anything that confirms Viserion turning into a dragon cause that's all CGI. Right. Um, no, but they are, there is a, there is a set going in up in, uh, I believe Iceland. Yes. The, the, we'll feel like a, an island in the middle of a frozen lake. Is it an island in a stream? <laughs> Can you sing for us, please? No. Island <laughs> in the streams. Come on, man. You got to do it for us. Listen. Ass. I'm, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I will say the one thing that I thought that sounded especially dumb to me the first go around I heard um, as far as Arya murdering all the phrase in one gigantic you know, mask. Thank you. Disney. You took my. You took my. That was my dumbest one. Thank you. Okay. I, okay, but I'm arguing the opposite. When I first read that, it sounded super stupid. But then when you start thinking about in the books, you know, Martin has this whole theme going about how because the phrase murdered people at the red wedding and betrayed guest right, they start getting everybody turns against them and they get knocked off every time one of them goes out to piss in the woods. And so they lose. They start losing more people after the red wedding than they did before. And we just don't have so, that much time to do that anymore. Right. Exactly. So I feel like they, the producers, are just going to take the shortcut, have Arya turn into you know a little mass murderer and well, just wipe them all out. Exactly. So that actually sounded stupid at first, but now the more I think about it, it makes a little bit of sense. Unfortunately. Okay. <sighs> Rebuttal. Rebuttal from Rebuttal, Thone. Rebuttal, Thone. Rebuttal. No, the bastard makes sense. I mean, it's, <laughs> I'm not a book reader, so I... And correct me if I'm wrong, aren't a lot of the um, the phrase getting picked off by Lady Stoneheart and all that? Right, right. Okay, that's what I so, mean. They're yeah. getting picked off in various ways, slowly sure. but surely. All right, so well then, can I make a request then to, to... I can't say these douche... Benioff and, and Weiss, however you say their names. D&D. D&D. Yeah, the, whatever. Those guys, uh, the rich people that make the show that I love to love and hate at the same time. Um, but that's can we at least do like like a fire or something? Can can you get them all into the room and light it on fire and lock the door or something? Can we not do like a mass poisoning where there's a face pull reveal? Like it would be so much better if she just lights them on fire and just leaves. And she, like there's, okay, if she goes that way, can she light them on fire and do a slow-motion walk away? Who yes, she, who is of she, course. Cersei? Yeah. No, no that's Danny. That, Danny's the one who lights people on fire. Well, yeah. Cersei blows them up with fire. I mean, wildfire. You know, Hers is green wildfire. Tomato, tomato. I mean, Danny walks out of fire. Arya really, would walk away from a slow-mo, like a slow-motion walk away from fire, pull off a fake face and smile as she does it. Right. I don't know. And he just sighed. And he just sighed. That whole thing, that whole thing just feels really like rushed to get it over with. But that's and, exactly why I think it's right. Yeah, but my, here's my problem is that this is where I'm. This is where this show is gonna start having me bitch about it, like I did in like the middle of it before it started getting better again. <laughs> is is seriously? It's like we spent I don't know how much time on useless shit. So if it comes down to the end of the show and it's like, well, we did need to do all this really badass stuff with Arya where she uses her ninja face man powers 
But, you know, we really needed to have those people from Dorn talk about tits for 10 minutes. So uh, we had to cut all that. She's going to light the building on fire and, and rob a hood out the door. Ha ha! And I'm Aaron Stark! And runs away. It's going to be yeah. awful. I'd have to, especially when you think about how long it used to take people to get places. Yeah. And now we're just going to be warping all over the place. I mean, it took Arya like a season to get, you know, out of like five miles from King's Landing. So, I mean... I definitely see your point there. But you did bring up, I will say you brought up, I forgot, my favorite part of these leaks is they say that Euron's going to kill, like, all of the Sand Snakes. Yeah. And that just sounds awesome. Like, I'll probably stand up and cheer because who the hell wants to see those guys stick around for the last two seasons? Like, if we're going to start clearing shit out of the way, let's get those guys out of there quick. But I guarantee if he does this, if there's going to be an outcry about... Uh, m- male on female violence. If this happens, I swear I, okay. to Christ. Okay, no, 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 no. We are okay because I have been ranting about this all week. This week. Okay, please let me have it. Okay, no. Okay, so please over, let me have it. Name your sex tape. Sorry. Over <laughs> on another channel, uh, PBS to be exact, there is a show called Poldark. Yes. And Poldark this week should have had a rape happen in it. In which our lead character, Poldark, rapes uh, oh, the woman he's loved his entire life because she's marrying the man he hates. Um, and it's a, basically it's a power move and it's, it, it's, the actual scene is staged so it's really hard to, you know, the book is kind of like gray rape kind of thing where this is very much a thing, right? Well, PBS completely edited it so that it became a consensual sex scene. Wait, this is on PBS, not like Cinemax? Yeah. Oh, this is on PBS, BBC being run on PBS. So the hero of the show yeah. in the books rapes his girlfriend? Rapes, no, what the rape, fuck rape. is going on? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a really fucked up scene. Holy here's shit. The point. Here's the point. The point of this is that that is the big thing that happens. That's like the, the original sin. It's like the R plus L equals J of Poldark, okay? And PBS edited it so that it became a consensual sex scene. They edited everything out where she said no. They edited where he threw her down the bed. He, they edited out where she said you wouldn't dare. Like, they edited out, they basically made it a consensual sex scene. Uh. And it's because of these outcries over something like Game of Thrones where they basically flinched and they didn't have the nerve to basically have R plus L equals J. They literally changed the center thing that happens in the show because that because they couldn't stomach it quite. The thing is, is when we complained about, this is the point, when we complained about Sansa being raped in Game of Thrones, we were complaining that they were, okay, basically, the thing, we were complaining the same way you guys are complaining about Arya, okay, this was a shortcut, Ramsay never rapes Sansa because he never marries Sansa in the book, she's not even there. This whole thing doesn't even happen. So rather than so in order to shorten it and streamline the story and in order to make the emotional moment with Theon where he flips over from being Ramsay's creature to wanting to get out, they put a rape in that didn't exist in the books. And so that was the complaint is that they were adding rape where it didn't need to be and they were using it as a plot point rather than doing the actual story. In a story that is already terrible, why did you have to add this in? Well, I think we're seeing why now, though. I mean, that's if we're going to talk about that scene, the one that really put people over with the Sansa scene, because they completely rewrote an entire 
arc involving like four characters with Sansa and the girl that's playing fake Arya not existing and um, uh, Ramsey and everything. I mean that it all added up to something. It wasn't like it was for nothing. Yeah, look how uh, many which, people started. Look how many people really hated Ramsey now. I mean, like look how much look how, look how much hate was invested into Ramsey now. Yeah, I mean, look it, how much. It, 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 I feel like that. I feel like that it made sense in the show after it happened. I get why Annie's saying people were. Yeah. Because I didn't read the I didn't read the book, so I was like, I don't understand why people are so mad about this show has literally been raped every season. Yeah, but I get I get what she's saying, but I think it did pay off. Uh, and I, with, but, with but, but this is but this is why I'm saying I don't think when we get to if we get to Urian killing all of the sand snakes, that's that outcry isn't going to happen. That's my actually. Point. That's nobody likes here's those my guys. Counter. Hey, yes. Thank you. So this yeah. what's going to happen is when Vince McMahon is a dumbass and sends everybody's favorite heel faction out to beat up John Cena, and he's like, this is going to really make people boo them. And then everybody cheers because no one likes John Cena that's over the age of 12. Like, if you, if you want us to hate Euron, you better not have him kill the Sand Snake. Yeah, you better exactly. have to join up with the Sand Snake. That'll turn on his face real if, quick. If he murders the shit out of those idiots, then I'm going to love it. And I actually, I really, I actually like that scene a lot. But seriously, I got. It, oh my god! I, here comes Euron slithering like a snake. God, Randy Orton, rah! But no, oh my god, that's Danny's music. <laughs> exactly. Right. So if you're gonna, if you if you want the Sand Snake's death to have any kind of impact, it better not be to make us hate someone. Because unless the only you know what the only way that they could turn it to a negative if the the one was like how about I pull my boobs out again and he's like no I'm gonna kill you first I was like oh damn it like that's literally it so well would this okay let me ask you this staying on that topic and, and this pertains to Bleak what if you're on then kills Yara would that switch would that change your mind at all if he kills them all in the same scene yes. If he but, kills Yara and the Sand Snakes like all together. Okay, stop there. Hold on, hold on. Out. Keep keep that thought. In the in a in an unreleased because because the Winds of Winter the book has not been released yet. There is a there is a pre chapter um, about his brother um, the Dampair where he tortures Dampair and then he takes him and he straps him to the front of his ship, the Silence. And what if Yara ends up taking the damp hair spot and he tortures Yara and then ties her to the mast of the sh- or to the front of the ship and tortures her and then kills her? Yeah, I, I think that would definitely that'd be enough negative to offset the positives of killing the, of sand, killing snakes. the sand snakes. <laughs> you know, he's going to earn major points with everybody. You know, we kind of, you know, even the at the beginning of season six when. Uh, Prince Duran and Tristane got killed. We were kind of happy because we thought that we were done with Dorn. But when it came back, we're like, ah, oh, fuck. We lost some good characters for nothing. So Because let me tell uh, you something, man. I want to like I uh, Listen, I wanted to I like know. Dorn. I wanted to like Dorn. I, I want- did, too. It's badass in the books. It's I, uh, yeah. It's a great storyline in the books. What? But they cut so much <laughs> out of Dorn. it. Boring. I know, Annie. Hang Annie. on, can I? Hang on, hang on. Can no. I say something real yes. quick? Can I just? No, yes, no, yes, you can. yes, you can. Hang on, everybody, just, just real quick. <laughs> Hi, Isis. 
I keep hey, waiting ISIS. for ISIS to break through, and she doesn't. Like I'm, I'm giving like ISIS just speak up whenever you're ready. <laughs> I, I'm just letting you guys go ahead and rant all you guys want about WWE and all that shit, and yeah. I'm just gonna be waiting here to, until I'm called. Okay, you know? well here, how about this, ISIS? What would you? Yeah. How would you feel about the Sand Snakes getting offed and then Yara being tortured by her own uncle? Well, of course I would absolutely hate that. It's on my list of shit that I fucking hate. I mean... There you go. <laughs> I just... I mean, I, of course, don't want Yara to, to be taken by her uncle and tortured and killed and stuff like that. I would much rather that happen to the Sand Snake. But, God damn it, if you guys don't have fucking really good, you know, uh, especially, uh, what's his name, Corey Thone brought up a good point. Like, if he kills the Sand Snakes... Like, that's not going to make me mad at him. But killing Yara would. That would make him an absolute villain because I've, I've you know, grown attached. Damn it, Yara is real to me. She and, is. Um, She's a good character. I, just like wrestling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so I just want – I'm glad somebody got my reference. And um, and so I really feel like, you know, if, if Euron actually killed and tortured Yara – yeah, absolutely. I would be ready to call, you know, for his head and everything. And so, which makes it the more reason why he's going to probably do it. Because we need uh, to hate Euron, right? We need to hate absolutely. him. I mean, the, other, the only thing I hate about him right now is the fact that he chased off his, his um, you know, niece and nephew. And he, I mean, he had already planned on killing them. But, and he killed the father who was a dick anyway. So I really his didn't. Is, his crown is kind of dumb. His crown well, is kind of, yeah. You got a really stupid crown. It is crown. dumb. But, I mean, you know, there's nothing really for me to go and say, God, this guy's a dick. I want him dead. No, there's there's no Reddit thread for his death, I don't think. And, uh, and no, so I've seen I'm, it. I'm just kind of like, you know, whatever. I don't care. But if he if he does something to Yara, well, absolutely. Because, I mean, you know, and then, I mean, that's going to send Theon in a tailspin as well. Because the oh, only yeah. thing that is grounding him currently is his sister and you know that has his back and is you know kind of bringing him back from this you know whole situation that he was in you know his ptsd um i mean i really feel like if something happens to his sister he's really going to be like what the hell am i living for he's going to lose i feel like he'll lose the will to live because let me tell Uh, you guys let me tell you you isis and you Corey tho let me tell you the the theon that we see on the show it's not the Theon in the books. The last we see of Theon in the books, he's hanging on a wall by Stannis hung him up by his like by his his wrist by on a chain. He's hanging above the floor, so he, he's just dangling above the floor. He's skinny as a rail, like a scarecrow. He's missing fingers. He's broken bones, no teeth. He's like just uh, Ramsay just destroyed him, and he's and he's cackling manically because. He's just crazy. He's lost his mind, and he finally found his sister, but that doesn't matter anymore because he doesn't have anything to barter with Stannis, and Stannis is like, you're going to die because you betrayed the Starks, and that's the last we know of uh, of Theon. So, yeah, you're right. Tethering tethering um, Theon to this life is Yara, and to take her away would be a huge, I don't know, just a, a monumental occasion in his life, but – Let's move on a little bit. Isis, since we're talking to you already, what what is your what is your moment from this Reddit thread that's your least or favorite moment compared to the news that's out there? 
All right. I know we've already talked about this, and it's been a couple of weeks since I've been on the podcast. Uh, but the John Danny having sex, I absolutely hate that. Boom. It, it, it really, I hate it. I really, I don't ship it. I hate it. You don't like the and, Nicholas. You, you don't like the Nicholas Sparks moment. You don't no, ship it. I don't ship it. I'm I don't. Saddest. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I don't ship it. I I think I've told you that on um Culturist, one of the writers wrote a whole article about John about John and Danny and how she ships it and it's going to be for real and everything. And I absolutely hated all of it. Um and and she guaranteed that she would convince me and she did not. So uh, I, I just I don't ship it at all. And then the way they like just like fuck in the fucking boat, like that's just ridiculous. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with ISIS. I don't necessarily mind them getting together, but having sex as the wall is falling sounds like a scene out of the Titanic or something. When they have sex, when the iceberg hits, like it just sounds stupid. It really does. Like, it, like, you know, like, are they going to grease him up so they make sure he's all nice and sweaty and dirty and shit? And she's going to be like, yeah, and there's fire and ice all around. But no, it's fucking dumb. Yeah, it sounds stupid. That's, it's dumb. That sounds like you put a lot of thought into it. Greased it, it, it up with fire like and ice. Seconds. Yeah, it took me like 10 seconds. Anyway, like I said, that to me, um, I read a lot of fan fiction. Uh, that is absolutely fucking ridiculous. And um, I absolutely you know, hate that. That was just one of the things that I really, really just totally rejected. I, uh, it was almost a physical rejection of it, of like, ugh. What if, um, what, if, what if this happens, though? What if, like, they're coming back from King's Landing, they brought the white to show everybody, and, like, they decide to take one of Danny's brand-new dragon-proud boats back to, to Dragonstone, and on the way back, they go back down, they have a few drinks, and John's like, you know, hey, what what you what, what are you doing? You know, and she's how like, doing? how you doing? And she's like, how you doing? And they retire yes. to her cabins, and all of a sudden it's like boom, boom. And every time, every time he's thrusting, a wall falls, a piece of the wall falls, oh, God. and it's like boom, wall falls, no. boom, wall falls, Make right? Make it stop! Come on, stop. come on, that's awesome. <laughs> and then like some kind of some kind of like sexy music starts, like let's get it on. Please, do you understand Boom. that you have uh, Ramin Jawadi's version of Let's Get It On? <laughs> Please, God, let that be a thing. Can we get, get the Westworld piano version? <laughs> oh, my God, play? yes. I love the Westworld theme so much. Can we get like a player piano on the ship and it just kicks in as they start having sex? That would be awesome. And then the wall oh just God. falls. No, but I mean, I, this this part to me sounds so silly. I agree, it's ridiculous. But I mean, if if over like I guess something like seventy or eighty percent of this leak has been proven true, you've got to you've got to believe that. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I'm afraid believe it's gonna that happen. Goddamn it! Oh, yes, no. I'm afraid that this is gonna happen. And I tell you, if it does happen, if you follow me on Twitter, I, that I will be. There will be I, – I don't even know what the hell I'm going to do. I'm probably going to be like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. This is dumb. And so, um, you know, I just uh, – hopefully it that, you know, they do it. If plus, they do it – Plus, think about this, some, though. Think about this, though. Having sex with your aunt is one step away from having sex with your mom or dad. <laughs> it's true. Like having – okay, I understand that back in those days having having sex with your cousins was like normal, but an aunt – 
is like, I mean, it's, it's your it's your dad's brother or sister. Okay, but we're also mom's not sister, so entirely sure at what point does John and and Danny know his heritage. When does he find out, right? right. Like you can't – how, how far into season seven does he find out? And here's another thing is we we from the leaks we know that John leaves Winterfell before Bran goes to Winterfell. So he's not there. When Bran makes it back for the for the family the Stark family reunion part two, and I and I've read over the, and and maybe I missed it, but I don't see anywhere where anybody has spoken about that. Hey, this is an episode where John or that John even finds out you know his heritage or whatever. Yeah, I'm um, thinking that, he doesn't find out till season eight because it's not anywhere in the leak. Yeah, I mean, as detailed as these leaks are, them missing that you know not having that in that's a huge huge and you got you got to think so, that if that happens it might be some more of a like re, you know recorded inside the titanic studios or whatever or inside whatever they wherever they do it and and it's a lot of cgi involved and if that even happens it's a brand vision and like i said brand and john aren't together and it sounds like brand and john don't even come together at all this season if, especially a seven episode season where john leaves and goes to dragonstone then goes north to fight find a white then goes to king's landing and then and then and then flux on a boat i mean when does he have time to make it back to do uh, winterfell right i don't know he doesn't have time for tree wizards this season i'm sorry <laughs> tree well, this is the last thing that really kind of bugged me when I was reading it, and, and it's because she's my one of my favorite characters, is um, saying that and, – and it's totally believable, but I hate it. Um, Lady Olena drinks poison and kills herself. I believe that 100%. 100%. I believe it will happen, but I hate it because I love Lady Olena, and I want – I love her so much. She was never going to live until the end. She's 100 years old. She's got to go. Yeah. Well, and, go ahead. Uh, I kind of thought it was dumb at first, too, but it would make poetic sense if she admits she poisoned Joffrey, and then Jamie kind of forces her slash lets her drink poison herself. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, this kind of goes back to the Arya thing. I, I didn't really believe it at first, but, you know, the more we think about it and how fast they're going to be hitting things in Season 7... It does kind of unfortunately make sense. So we had oh, this discussion. We had this discussion in, in our in our uh, winners coming chat, and um, uh, we had uh, Sarah and I talked about this a little bit. And um, Jamie Lannister seemed at first. Jamie Lannister seemed like the guy. If he's going to be fighting for his sister, he would never allow uh, Elena to take the poison. He'd grab it from her and drag her back in chains. No, he wouldn't. He's not that kind of guy anymore. He's uh he's a more sympathetic guy, and especially now that he's seen Cersei is willing to destroy half of King's Landing to get what she wants, and that she didn't care enough to put somebody to watch over their son. She put uh, an undead zo- uh, monster to watch their son, and he killed himself. So uh, I'm sure that he's got a lot of emotions running, and when he when this is part of the spoilers. When House Lannister takes over House Tyrell, I'm sure Jamie Lannister walks in on, on Lady Elena. She's got the poison just like if you remember in Season 2, the Battle of Blackwater Bay. Um, uh, Cersei had that vial of poison that she was going to give Tommen, and she was going to drink it and give it to Tommen as well. So Shade of the evening. Shade of the evening. So I'm sure Olena has that because she's not going to allow herself to be captured. So I'm sure he sees that and he allows her to drink it. She dies. Boom, Lady Olena dies. And then we'll be writing 
in memoriam for Letty Oleno and Winter is Coming. So, oh, so we're going to be doing a lot of curtain good. calls next year. A lot year. of curtain calls. It better be damn good because uh, Lady Olena really has brought this, the, the you know, when she came onto the scene. Oh, she's um, one of our favorites. You know, really brought in a, a, like a breath of fresh air and kind of, you know, made it a little bit more exciting. Even though she wasn't physically active, um, she was definitely very strategic and, and you know, you, you know, mentally, you know, using her mind and her mouth <laughs> to, to go ahead and get what she wanted. So I really love that. And then. In that same play, the the spoiler I loved um, seeing, which we already kind of knew this was going to happen, was uh, Leana um, has been spotted with Team Stark. Yeah. And uh, and so I really am happy to see her back on the show. I'm interested to see, you know, what she's going to bring to the table because I really feel like um, Sansa, while she is the, uh, you know, the leader, if you will, when John's not there at uh, at uh, uh, Winterfell, I really feel like it's going to be Lyanna calling the shot. My idea is that John will leave a group of lords to run the North while he's gone, and Lyanna Star, Lyanna Mormont, probably with Lord Glover and uh, a few others Sansa. handpicked, will probably uh, run the North with Sansa, the Lady of Winterfell. There, that's probably what will happen. But, um, you know, we kind of just touched on it, and we touched on it at the beginning as far as what we don't like. It, the the whole thing about the Lannisters wrecking shop on, on Dorne and the Tyrells at the same time, that whole thing just seems kind of stupid to me. I kind of well. feel like I kind of feel like the great like uh, Euron Greyjoy will wreck Dorne. I don't feel like it'll be House Lannister. I just it just seems kind of crazy because I mean they. They've said multiple times the Tyrells have the largest army in the Seven Kingdoms, and as far as we know, most of it survived the you know when the Sept of Baelor went up. Well, we so don't know that. We don't. And, we don't and know they, many survived, but think about this: the last time we saw House Tyrell, they were on ships heading back across the Narrow Sea with Danny's army. Think about that. That's yeah, true. I mean, if they did some sort of sneak attack in the High Garden and take it, maybe I just don't because the Lannisters only have their one army, and if they're as far as you know, as far as you know, the, we don't know how no. we don't know the size of House Lannister's army. At every season of Game of Thrones, the Lannister army is huge. Right. But Last they also, season at the they, Siege of River Run, they were a massive army. Right. Yeah, but they were also running out of money and not being able and to pay those soldiers. Yeah, yeah but then and Cersei so, went and blew up the uh, grapes at the ba- Baylor. She has pretty much anything she wants now. <laughs> I don't, uh, Corey, I don't know. Corey Thone, uh, what was what was your favorite bit from all this? Actually, my favorite is is John and Danny hooking up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's something that's been like in the cards for a long time, and I'm excited to see them either take down Cersei or convince Cersei to help while they fight the White Walkers and then get betrayed by Cersei or whatever. I don't know, but I just think it's it's something that I've seen. I mean, I've seen it coming for a long time, personally, and um, and also I, it just plays into my dope ass theory that. They have a baby and then they both die. That's so, true. That's true. Yeah. It does play into it. So that's that's the part you picked was sex. I mean, well, not the sex, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's pretty. She's pretty. They'll make a pretty baby. Uh, she probably just go ahead and cast John Ham as their son. But uh, <laughs> but 
Uh, no, I, I mean, honestly, that's the part that I knew was coming, I think. And uh, that's what she said. Was, yep. And I was going <laughs> to let that one lie. And you just, I, you I just had went to, low hanging fruit. Low hanging <laughs> Low hanging fruit, name your sex tape. Anyway, well, <laughs> I don't know. I, I've already jumped in with with Smith about the, the the one that I thought was so dumb with her Arya killing all of the phrase like in a big room, like it was some like like some. It's a parallel to the red wedding, and it was like all it feels like to me is like a, a ripoff of like Goodfellas or something. Can they set Arya killing everybody to the piano version of Layla? If they can do that, <laughs> then I'll be I'll See, be a lot happier. Be more Quentin Tarantino. Because yeah. you know, I'm thinking back to the what when she killed Marin Trant. Um I'm afraid it's going to be like a Quentin Tarantino moment like like when she killed Marin Trant. She just pulls out some kind of version of. She just pulls out. Oh look, look! It's it's black powder has been invented in Westeros, and Arya just whips out two uh, pistols and goes to town. (laughs) Or like in uh, Kill Bill, the House of the Flowers, or whatever, where she just cuts up like a hundred people. Oh my god, that would be amazing! (laughs) All right, I'll tell you. Here's here's something I think um, that I think would be cool. So here's something that I, I I won't bitch about. I think. Arya and Brienne sparring will be cool if that's a real thing. Yeah, um, I I think that's pretty neat too as well. Because I feel like I feel like there'll be more to this scene than what's mentioned here. Clearly, um, for Arya, she'll see that Sansa is alive, which will probably be kind of surprising. Because <laughs> I think <laughs> if I would have picked uh, once to live from the get go, I would not have picked Sansa, uh, and she'll. Owe some credit to that to Brienne, and also maybe I don't know. There might be a little they kind of wistful, like, "What if I had hung out with this knight errant and not, uh, you know, ran to Bravos and gotten?" Well, I mean, getting stabbed sucks, but you know, when you're Arya, you can just you know shit river it off and. Uh, <laughs> but think about take, the, take think- a nap, drink some warm milk, you're good to go. Eat your vitamins, kids. But there's a lot. <laughs> I think there could be a lot in that scene. Think about, about that, yeah, man. Think yeah. about the confrontation between those two. If this happens, like you have Brienne who sees Arya for the first time again, and she's like, "Oh my God, you're here, you're alive." And then, you know, Arya's got to get bored. She's home, but then she's got to get bored, right? Because Arya's always on the go. She's always wanting to do things. After a while, she's probably thinking, "Okay, what am I going to do next?" And Brienne's probably always trying to hone her skills. She's probably always working out in the yard. And her and, and Arya's probably going to go down go down and be like, hey, let's let's spar. And it's probably going to turn into a, a, a test of, of, of skills, you know? That, that Arya should lose, by the now, way. Arya's and I think it's going to be brute strength versus um, – I don't know agility and, and well more than that more than that I mean first off Brienne beat the hound and with and brute Jamie. strength with brute and strength Jamie, yeah and Brienne is is supposed to be a better. knight and Ar- Arya is going to be very cocky I think a ninja because she's going to have killed all these frays and done all this badass stuff and then she's going to run into Brienne again and she's going to think of Brienne as like. And you were that dumb bitch that tried to get me to come with you. I don't know. I don't give a shit. You know? And then Brienne, they're going to spar, and Brienne's like uh, – Arya might even get like a lick in or something, you know, on a leg or something like with her her sword. But then, you know, Brienne's going to really unleash and just be like smack, 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 
and be like, yeah, I'm a badass. And I, Corey, I feel like you missed your calling in writing fan fiction. <laughs> well, it's true. Uh, smash, smash, smash. Smash. I just, I'm just saying, like, I look at uh, if this is a scene that happens, then I, I, how I would like for it to play out would be for Arya to be humbled. Because I don't think Arya is very humble. No, she's and not. I think that that's part of the reason that she's not actually a faceless man is that she could never get over herself a little bit. Agreed. Uh, and so I, I think that you know her getting humbled again after such a massive success at Tarantinoing, you know, the <laughs> phrase. Uh, I think it's going to be a good thing, and it's also a confrontation between two characters who have met before, and it didn't go so well. So. Can I just request, yeah. like, if she's going to kill all the phrase, can we just get, like, a Deadpool cameo where he goes, she's going to do a superhero landing. She's going to do a superhero landing. Time to go. make the fucking chimichangas. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I guess Only I'll... if he's wearing his Hufflepuff scarf. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll chip in here with my favorite of the whole thing is, obviously, John and the Brotherhood Without Banners, including Thoros and uh, Gendry, go north to find a white... To bring back to Danny and Cersei at King's Landing to prove that there is a threat beyond the wall. They go to East Watch by the Sea and then they go to an island surrounded by water, which we've seen the filming pictures. Um, Watchers on the Wall actually had the exclusive pictures, so I'm giving them credit there. And then um, we posted about it on Winter is Coming. Um, there is an island surrounded by water, and they're filming it in Wolf Hills. I believe it's in Iceland. And so what, supposedly in the leak what happens is John, the Brotherhood Without Banners, Thoros, Gendry, they all begin this fight. Um, I think the Hound is there as well. Uh, a An undead polar bear charges in and mauls the Ugh. shit out of Thoros and nearly kills him, and Thoros dies a long time. Like he takes forever to die. And while he's while he's being attacked, Gendry comes in and knocks the shit out of the bear with his hammer and kills him, kills the bear. And then um, all the undead whites, the the, un, the the Night's King army surrounds the uh, island. There, John's men are able to take a white and bind it. Just then, Danny and and the first report was just Danny and Viserion on Danny on Drogon. With Viserion swoop in, um, I don't know if she has a basket, some kind of riding basket or something, but they are all able to get on to get in this basket that she has, and they're all able to get off except for John. John's either knocked out of the basket or or he's left, and Uncle Benjamin rides in, swinging his fire flail, and saves John. But in the process, he's left behind. John gets on the horse and rides away. Uncle Benjamin stays fighting the Whites, and the last thing we see of Uncle Benjamin is he's buried under the Whites. But he's undead himself anyway, but he stays there fighting the Whites. Uh, John rides the horse back to East Watch by the Sea and then takes a boat to King's Landing. Um, we don't know. Uh, all we know is that Thoros takes forever to die, so we assume that Thoros of Mir dies. Now, and the other, the other part of this was that Viserion is actually taken down by the Night's King and killed, and then resurrected, and turned into an undead dragon to be the Night's King, Night King's mount. By that I mean, I know, I know, this is what everybody seems to hate, but I kind of like it. 
he becomes an ice dragon. <laughs> and Corey, who wanted a dragon in the wall, he wanted an ice dragon in the wall, really fucking hates this idea. But uh, he's supposed to be an ice dragon. Now, this could be a this could now there was the rumor. Here's here's where we here's where I'm gonna stop and say there was a rumor that the guy who leaked the script, this script that has been proven eighty to eighty five percent true with Game of Thrones season seven seven filming news leaks, has been proven completely true. A lot of these things. This guy that leaked it away from the lads has deleted his Reddit account, and somebody, a mod for free, the Free Folk, uh, another guy said that the, that the D&D had given this script out to, I believe, like four, and I could be getting the story completely wrong, but I'm going to tell it how I read it. Four interns or four guys close to the, who were supposed to be helping out with the, with the filming, and each of the scripts were very similar. They were Game of Thrones 7 scripts. But each one had a different uh, piece to it. Like uh, in that fighting scene in the north, one had three dragons showed up. One had two dragons. One had possibly Viserion dying and turning to an ice dragon, right? So this script, away from the lads, this script, when it came up, D&D knew exactly who leaked it. So this guy got sued, blah, blah, blah. That's why he deleted his account, and he's in trouble. Anyway... The the only thing with that is is you're you're basically leaking out your entire season just to find out who's leaking information. That well, they didn't. Okay, they sense. did. They did not know that this was going to happen. He signed all his paperwork. They didn't know it was going to happen, but just in case it happened, they gave a little bit a little bit of a difference in each script, and it happened. Right, but anyway. I'm saying that the the only way for them to be proving right is for them to ruin all of season seven. Like there had to have been. Okay, Why but, not give them all fake scripts? It still happened. It, it happened last year. It happened with the. the uh, it happened with the extra for Battle of the Bastards, who ended up leaking ha- the entire ha- back half of the season. Is this right, how? Well, this you, look- you you do know that uh, um, the guy who played Duran, um, um, I forgot. I'm blanking on his name. I want to call him Blue Julian Bashir. Yeah, Doctor um, Julian Bashir. Uh, he uh, he Alexander actually. Siddig. Thank you. He actually accused HBO of being behind the leaks of the first four episodes of season five. He did. I remember yeah. him saying that. It doesn't. It doesn't that, matter why this would happen. All I'm saying is they pulled a Tyrion marriage, Tyrion's Marcella marriage scam on this guy. He fucked up. He leaked it, and now he's in a lot of trouble. Anyway, we don't know for sure that Viserion's going to turn into an ice dragon. This could have been the fake script. This could have been the, this part of the fake script. But like I said, 80 to 85% of the script has been proven true with Game of Thrones filming leaks. This has been proven true. So we don't know if this this part of the script is true, but it seems like it could be. The part island surrounded by water, that's been proven true. John going north, we, we know that he's getting into a boat with Gendry, and we know that uh, he's going to be going to Eastwatch by the sea. So that part is going to happen. Now, the, another report says that Drogon... That Danny is going to be flying Drogon, and that she's bringing Rhaegal, and she's bringing Viserion with her. And so I, a lot of people believe that Rhaegal is going to be Jon's dragon. He won't be able to ride Rhaegal until later, but Rhaegal and Jon will have a bond. But 
Anyway, that's my favorite part of the league. I don't think it's stupid. I I think it's going to suck that she's going to lose if she does lose Viserion. I don't want to have to listen to Viserion die, and it's going to suck. I'll probably cry like a baby, but whatever. Uh, I think it'll be wicked cool to see an undead dragon fly through the air and breathe ice if he's going to do that. Corey Smith, I know that you had a problem. How how do you – a dragon is, is fire made flesh. How do they get turned into ice, right? Yeah, I mean, I assume they can, they can, you know, some the Knights King has some sort of magic to kind of quell the fire and turn it into ice. But then the, you know, the other part is, why would what would good would an ice dragon do against the wall to bring the wall down? Because that's what they insinuate is that after he has Viserion or whoever, whichever dragon he he gets, that he brings the wall down with it. But why, like? What good does an ice dragon do against a wall made of ice? You would want him to be a fire dragon. Maybe it's got special ice fire. Maybe it's like fiery ice. I don't know, right. man. Maybe it's icy. I hot. know, but I'm just maybe, saying maybe that, he breathes icy hot. I don't know. That, that's the part that you know you, you just start thinking about it. It's like okay, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But I don't. I don't know. I the whole thing with the the ice dragon. I just. If you're gonna have one, have it be under the wall. Like I think Thone. Like Corey Thone really wants to have. Yeah. If you're gonna have an ice dragon, either make it, either make it be under the wall when it comes down. He gets the ice dragon out of there, and then he can combat Danny's dragon, which would make a whole lot more sense. Or you have it under Winterfell, which they've kind of insinuated a couple times in the past. You know, something like that. But as far as you you turn a fire dragon into an ice dragon, and then it melts the ice with ice. If this does I happen, mean, it kind of kills the holder. It must be a three heads of the dragon thing. It that's just... the other thing I was I was thinking today, too. It's like, if you if you kill off one of the dragons, they built up in, the, I mean, especially in the books, the dragon has three heads. That's one of the biggest prophecies in the books. And if you kill off one of the dragons, I mean, it, then the whole prophecy makes no sense whatsoever. So, it kind of kills I it. I don't know. The whole thing, I, I, I don't buy that part. I, I I bought into the island battle and John being left behind and all that stuff, but the the ice dragon, as far as it being Viserion resurrected, I'm not buying. Annie, to wrap all this up, you had something to say. Okay, so here's the thing, right? Um, last year, John Bradley, um, in an interview, some at every interview for running up to season five, he would say, "So you can give us some spoilers." Literally every single interview. And, like, the actors clearly got sick of it, right? And John Bradley at one point... like look, Yeah, he played... The guy with Sam, he turned to the interviewer and he said, Do you really want me to tell you? Do you really want me to just sit here and tell you what happens? If I sit here and tell you what happens, just me speaking, you'll be like, that sucks. You'll, you'll, you'll think it's dumb. If I just tell you what happens, you'll be totally unimpressed. You know, you don't want me to tell you what happens because television is a visual medium. And for me just to say what's going to happen will ruin the surprise and it won't come out right. And I feel very much like this leak is that proven true. <laughs> Okay, I'm, I mean, seriously, just forget everything and just imagine yourself sitting in front of your television at 9.53 in the evening on a Sunday with thousands and thousands and millions of people around the world all together on Twitter watching this and Viserion dies. <laughs> and then he's resurrected 
and the Night King gets on his back. And he roars! And then it cuts to black. Yep. Every single person on Twitter would lose their motherfucking mind. Internet broken. Internet, this this would be the third thing that the GRRM told Benioff and Weiss that blew their minds. And the entire, it would be, it would be Hodor's death all over again. Worse than Hodor's death. It would be, it would be the thing, right? Yeah. But now we've read it on the internet and it's just, we're like, really? That kind of sucks. Yeah. No, you're absolutely <laughs> right. And John and Danny sex scene. Imagine if it is like the sexiest thing you've ever goddamn seen. And like they orgasm and the wall falls and it's like <laughs> the hottest thing ever. Okay? <laughs> but you've read it on the internet and it's just kind of really, that's so fan fiction-y. Right? Like, no, this is the problem with this leak. Is that I actually at this point believe that it's probably mostly true. I mean, I, I do think that if, 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 because I really think that whole Marcella deal thing is a little much of a stretch. I mean, that, that, that's, that's stretching my belief a little far. But if there is something in the dragon death that is different in each of these scripts so they know who leaked it, um, we can't know because that's the part that's done completely in CGI. I mean, they, they, they literally, the Night's King does, the dragon, they don't, I mean, seriously, it's a 40-foot boom lift, for fuck's sake, with right. a goddamn uh, flamethrower taped to it. <laughs> I mean, that's what the dragon is. Um, so we can't know what, we can't know if this really happens. Um, but I actually feel, for the people who haven't seen this leak, and I really hope that, like with the Red Wedding, that people keep those who haven't read the leak in the dark. Because if these things are true, and if something like Viserion dying and resurrecting happens, I want to watch the internet break. Yeah. I, I, wanna, I, I want Game of Thrones to do... That's why I watch. I, I spent two and a half years on edge because the Red Wedding was coming. Yeah. I mean, and... I, and when people would ask me, I would just giggle and walk away from them because mm-hmm. I couldn't tell them anything about season three because I'd tell them about the Red Wedding and that can't happen, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and the best part was at the time I was working with a guy who thought Rob Stark was the worst human being on the face of the planet. And God damn it, that Monday morning he came in singing Ding Dong, the Witch is Dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> because he hated Rob Stark that much. Damn. Um Yeah, I know. It was totally a mindfuck. Anyway, uh, but... Like, that's the thing, is that the, this is what we want Game of Thrones to do to us. And uh, John Bradley was right. Reading it doesn't work. Seeing it works. And that's why I didn't read the books. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the books, it's seeing it in your imagination. But, you know. Okay, well, guys, that's going to do it for us tonight. We've had a fun conversation, and... For I think the consensus with the Take the Black Gang is we pretty much believe this Game of Thrones Season 7 script leak. We may not believe it 100%, but for the most part, we believe that it is legit. So, um, Mr. Away for the Lads, thanks for taking one for the team. Thanks for everybody who enjoys spoilers. Thanks for anyway. taking one for the team. Name your sex tape. <laughs> Oh my god. You know what? At the same time, fuck you for ruining it for all of us. Uh, That's true. That's true. Um, But, uh, yeah, I actually, can I just screw this guy 
A, because he clearly signed an NDA and broke it. But B... How do you do that? What kind of career do you think you're going to have when you're done? I'm not the kind of guy to, like, actively seek out spoilers. I don't, like, duck on or anything. If it happens, it happens. But now, for, like, for me, I just feel like I don't have enough book knowledge to understand the show, and now everybody wants to talk about, like, the leaks, and I really don't read them because I don't give a shit that much so it's like now nah, or know thought, how to read yeah that <laughs> hey, too. Hey, hey. or and here's the thing is that i was planning on spending these podcasts just like going over theories and going over like anthologies and history and stuff and instead we're spending it talking about this guy's leak which talking about this guy's leak is another name of a sex tape but there's um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we should try to pivot away from it. Going oh, we forward. definitely are. This is the yeah, last time because, we're talking about it. Well, even if more leaks come out, let's just chill. Because at this point, there's nothing they can leak except the finale of the last season or something. If he gets a hand on it or something. So, I, I don't know. I just uh, I feel like we've given this guy his, you know, we've, we've inflated his ego. Everybody in the world that's a fan is talking about it. Let's just let's move on. I, I, you're not a hero for leaking all this. There are some people that, <laughs> that that love you for it, and that's fine. But let me just tell you, as someone who is indifferent on it, you're not a hero. You did the wrong thing, and you will probably not get a job in that industry again. So You've been scolded mm, by Corey Thone. Bye-bye-bye. All right, guys. <laughs> thanks for listening. We'll be back next – well, we won't be back next week because it's Thanksgiving. So take the time and enjoy it with your friends and family. We'll be back the following week. So thanks for my thanks for my panel, Annie Bundle, Isis Melton, Corey Thone, and Corey Smith. This has been Take the Black. Enjoy your week off. Valar Mogulis. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.